Hello and welcome to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast for New Comic Book Day, Wednesday, January 30th, 2019. I almost said February 30th. Oh my, I'm jumping Please. ahead. Ah uh, yes, but we are here to talk three <laughs> Get me books. Out of winter. Uh, but before we go on, I will tell you that you can go find us online at WS Marvel Comics, but please do not yell at me about titles of podcasts. I've had enough of that. I, I said it on the weekend deal that I was getting a, a bit of crap uh recently for the Marvel stuff and we said, you know, that's not what it's supposed to be over here. We're supposed to be positive and all that. Well it all came to roost this week. Some guy spent hours of my life I went back arguing about the conventions of podcast titling. I don't know. It sounded like the worst, like, uh, community college class that you could ever get involved with. It was the worst. All of them. Oh, it was the worst. But yes. Also, we have a website where I've reviewed two of the three, uh, books that we're going to be talking tonight and plan on doing the third, uh, after we're done. But that is at weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com. We also have an email that is weirdsciencemarvelcomics at gmail.com and we read the mail on the weekend edition, but we're going to start the podcast with a special mail because it went to the spam uh, of that mail. So we didn't read it this past week. And it's from Poop Eating Lad. Poop mm. Eating Lad, which sounds very uh, disgusting. But it's supposed to be the S Eating Lad kind of a reference to the DC podcast that we do. And he says, hey, guys, S Eating Lad here. Just wanted to say thanks for adding some enjoyment to my work days. I listen to your DC podcast, too, and very much enjoy the Marvel one as well. Glad you expend it to twice a week. I'm not reading any Marvel currently, but feel like I'm up to date after listening to your podcast. Love the show. And that is S Eating Lad. And thank you for Sorry the mail. Sorry about keeping him up to date on Uncanny X-Men. Well, here's the thing. Is, <laughs> it's funny, too, because there are a bunch of books that we don't cover. So when we get those mails, I feel bad. I feel like we're not doing our due diligence. Then we're going to go into the books that we did this week. And now I think we're doing too much. Uh, this yeah. <laughs> this Tonight's not going to be very positive. This is not going to be a very po- I'm going to warn people that if you came for the fun and games and positivity, that's eh, not this podcast. At least there this, might be some, at least some this fun and episode. Well, we're going to start with Age of X-Men Alpha, number one. And going into this, I didn't know much about what this book was going to be about, only that it seemed to be the book that was going to tell us and show us where the X-Men went at the end of Uncanny X-Men number 10. So I thought that we were going to see, oh, they're captured, or they're doing this, or whatever. But the biggest thing that I wanted out of this was an inkling of how they were going to get out of it. And especially because at the end of the Uncanny X-Men annual last week, Scott Cyclops basically ends it with the, you know, almost like a hero pose at the end with with Kid Cable (laughs) saying, let's go find those X-Men and free them, you know, let's go get them. And so I thought that this was going to be, we'd see what's going on. And then by the end, okay, I get the idea of what's going to happen. Okay, Cyclops is going to try to do this. Eva, I didn't even know. Maybe at the end we'd even have another thing with Cyclops and Kid Cable saying like, all right, let's get moving. Slide by two. And then, you know, whatever the case may be. I read this. And I didn't know what happened. And I'll, I'll give yeah. you the credits here. It is uh, <laughs> written by Zach Thompson and Lonnie Nadler. Uh, art by Ramon Rosanis. 
Colors by Triona Farrell and letters by VCs Clayton Cowles. And the little write-up is Welcome to a Perfect World. Everyone is a mutant, special, powerful, individual. No more strife, oppression, or dependence. The age of X-Man, a dream made real. A dream that must be protected at any cost. Now, I, I get the idea, okay, everybody's a mutant, but there didn't seem to be all mutants. You know, some of them did seem like mutants standing around, but even when you start off, everybody's frozen. And I, and I just no, I, I no didn't what understand was what was happening. And well, it, they didn't get frozen right away. No, they're when they're standing there, it seems as if the people that are no, sitting there they're frozen. Then no, they're they're it's it's the art not really uh, conveying it really hmm. well. It, they're they're all moving at that point. It's just when uh, that that scream happens on page two that yeah, I see ah! that yeah well, I that's guess when that's everything it, yeah. gets frozen but, but that's the problem when that I had that, was that hazy color over it everything. seemed like they were already on their way to figure out what was going on yeah. before the scream so yeah. they're just in the right place at the right time they but like, there's, we'll land right there's there no setup there to any of this now it's it's pretty much just throwing the whole uh, Age of Apocalypse thing on its head, where Age of Apocalypse was heck for the uh, the mutants and the X Men. This is pretty yeah. much the heaven version yeah. uh, in X Men. And, and mind here's the thing: is you're doing this. For. I didn't read Age of Apocalypse, so I yeah. have no idea. So you know what I get from this? P- pretty much nothing. Yeah, and what like, I get I, is I would hate to make any ties to Age of Apocalypse because this is not good, and well, Age of no. Apocalypse is. Yeah, well, and also <laughs> what I, the only thing I get some, here is point. this wink, wink, nod, nod of a perfect world that X Men yeah. has created, but you don't go into it enough. And, and that, I'm telling that's, you, that's my problem yeah. too because it, it seemed very interesting this world, but there's, then yes. it, there's very little. Uh, any chemistry with no. the world to really interact it's more focused on single people and no and it, it came uh, what it came off to me is the x-men version of brave new world 1984 even the matrix i mean you, you get uh-huh. the idea right away that x-man has created this whole deal but as we see x-man in it he's not as active in that sort of vein, as I would have thought, you know, yeah, I think he's just trying to play behind the scenes. Yeah, he is, here. but play behind the scenes in in a single issue that now. And and my other thing is, we're going through this, and you have this young mutant who's shown up, the scream that does freeze. I see the progression now, freezing it's a everything. Girl, Charles Xavier. I mean, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. It's just yeah. doing a Charles Xavier story yeah. real quick, kind of off the bat. So well, everything X, in the X Men lately is just copied yeah. from the past, and it's just boring and bland. Yeah. So what? What happens, though, that really drove me nuts? And you're going in here, and I like the art. Brandon told me he didn't like the art. I like the art as looking like a classic 1950s-type town. Uh, there is some weird things even, too, where even when there's the frozen people and things, like some of them are frozen in midair, all of them at one point, it looks like. They're kind of well, floating. That's because they have powers. Well, I just I'm saying, but some of the them aren't. Uh, but, are... but that's everybody as though. Everybody yeah. a flying mutant? Because no. it's just ridiculous. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, with that, though, you go into this and you get the idea. Okay, you know, you know, X Man Nate has done this, and he's. But really, I never get to the idea of, you know, why I should be interested, especially when you go and all of a sudden you are hit with every major progression. It seems in the story 
stops with a editor's note to go see yeah, the next time. Read the next uh, time. So yeah. So why why give me a story that I like first before you start pushing your tie-ins? Because you have there this new mutant. She goes to the school there, and there's Angel welcoming her. Like oh man, you know it's going to be so great. She's like wow, this is the neatest thing ever. Can I see inside? Yeah, it's even better there. Clob's over there in the background working the chicken coop, <laughs> and, and all of a sudden the, the camera gets up to That's his eye. It's <laughs> like that. Up to his eye, and I'm like, oh my, something's gonna happen. What's on Glob's mind? Find out in next gen number one. I said to Brandon, here's my crazy thing. I didn't know there was these tie-ins. I had no idea. I'd never heard really? of. No, I didn't hear of next gen number one. Oh, yeah. And I'm telling you, as they go, they this get more. Start. They get There's more ridiculous. In names, I like yeah. the amazing Nightcrawler number one. I'm like, really a Nightcrawler book? I don't know anything about a Nightcrawler book coming up. So I actually thought that they were playing a joke. I thought that they were playing a joke, though. I thought the joke was that this was a perfect world, and in this perfect world, that's where those stories would have been. I thought it was a big tongue-in-cheek joke. Uh, because I didn't know that there was going to be, you know, Apocalypse and the, whatever that other one is. And then by the end, I'm like, okay, I get it now. These aren't jokes. These are real tie-ins. And yeah. this is this is bullcrap. This is complete and utter bullcrap to have an issue like this that only sets up next issues. You don't even get anything. It is like a mystery yeah. without any sort of thing yeah. going on just it's so that you end up, no, you, you here, end up here, with Here's this. the problem, though. The the problem All is the 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 world that they're in right now is a completely uninteresting world. That's what it was designed to be. It was supposed to be the perfect world. Nothing's ever yeah. happened that upsets the the perfect world, and it makes this issue completely un completely boring. Well, and so. the thing is, <laughs> you say that, and when we go off to you know the extremist number one and things like that, next gen one, we're still in this world. Now yeah. I know that that's going to be dealing with the rough edges of what yeah, goes on. Unravel, but I don't slowly, need that. I, yeah, it, slowly, it's, it's, six tie-ins. This it, is going to be. <laughs> this is going to cost you so much money to, to read this. They did the same thing for Age of Apocalypse, where they just stopped the entire line, full no. stop, and reworked the whole universe for it. But the thing is that that universe was awful and totally. Uh, unresembling yeah. anything we've been dealing with and this is just like a, a 50s you know pleasantville yeah. well kind the of other thing though is that's just kind of doesn't get your imagination going uncanny at all. 11 comes out next week i believe uh, is that going to be involved in this yes yeah, so yeah, but it doesn't no. tell you to go to that <laughs> So, no. is are we going to be in this world in Uncanny? Are we going well, I, back? I'm to... I'm assuming Uncanny is going to jump back to Cyclops. But yeah, but that's the thing gonna, I'm saying. His little this is trying to it's get holding these guys you back. hostage. Th but these it, books. It, 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 it is, and that's what, what it's designed to do. The, that's why I was pleasantly excited for uh, X Factor when it just made a slight little, yeah, that happened. Yeah. But no, I I'm actually like the that. way they tie so, in the stuff. But yeah, I, I think I'm done with this. Uh, yeah. And really, as you go on, the, one of the most interesting things, be, you know, I don't like Nightcrawler, the movie star. I really don't care. But you do a have Bishop, 
and he has a little bit of a, you know, under, under the sheets relationship with Jean Grey. Uh, but even that going into that, they start kissing and they're like, Oh, we can't let anybody know. But at this point, you don't know why. You just think that yeah. they just don't want anybody to know that it, it could cause problems with how they are, uh, you know, they're two of the bigger names. Te- whatever. You did get a, you did get a little bit of hint earlier when, yeah, uh, no, they're I don't giving, even, I didn't even think that was a hint. Tour. Yeah. Well, they were giving well, the little girl a tour and in the science lab, they were like, this is where they genetically engineer. Oh, yeah. Well, the that, next to me, if I, I was going to go, I didn't, catch that yeah, I didn't think, but end. that that didn't to me mean that you can't have sex. I thought yeah. that they were doing that so that they could make better mutants, that this was just something that they well, did. You know, if you're designing a perfect world, you realize sex just causes problems. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to yeah. get rid of yeah. that. You also realize without it, people go insane. Uh, so, because I'm going insane. But uh, you have X-Men, though. No, the big, the big hint, though, was when uh, Bishop walks by Gene and they touch pinkies. And X Men season, he gets he gets angry. It looks, but yeah, they go and they get down and dirty. Uh, not really trying to hide it that much. I mean, they're no, watching I, I don't TV. Think anybody and... realizes that X Man is the one that's pulling all the strings. No, but like, I'm saying somebody somebody's the there that seems to be that you're not allowed to have sex. So I mean, it doesn't matter yeah. if you know who's pulling the strings or not. You're really not <laughs> supposed to do it. They're just doing it right there in the den, and they go to the room. But yeah, that that's the most interesting thing to me is then when the extremists come in and they arrest Bishop and they wipe Gene's mind because of this. And, uh, you know, that would be the only book I think that I would go on to see uh, would be. And, and that's the best, too. It's not even the book. It's Prisoner X that I would go because they <laughs> go to two books there. You can see the extremists, that team in one book. Then you yeah. can go and see Prisoner X. Yeah, uh, I, I could see even, going I'm not to that. I'm interested in the extremist no. part. I'm interested in the, ex- the Prisoner X part. But that's the only I, I was thing a little I'd confused be. here with with the the three pe- people that are in extremist here. We got Bobby, Bobby. We got that other girl, and, and then Psylocke. is that Laura or is no? That it's Psylocke. Gabby, they say it's Psylocke. Psylocke. And yeah, because and... I mean, she jumps out through the door there, and she's got a side blade that looked like it was like uh, Gabby's one. You know, spike for a second there. So I totally got the one they itch. say. Time to confirm what we already know, Manita. And then the one point they say, you know, don't do that, Psylocke, or he says something okay. at one point. So, yeah, what? not based on what I just saw, Psylocke, what's your read? And then she says that, you know, and has okay. the, the blade up. But then later uh, is Laura who takes uh, what's-his-name's place, or Gabby. I, I don't think they even say the name at that point. I'm assuming it's Laura when she takes uh, Bishop's place as one of the X-Men on, on the painting you see her with her double yeah. claws. Uh, but yeah, or I, I don't know. It's just as this goes on, like I said, people are praising it for being a, a clever political book. People are saying that it's fun times. I, I was bored. I, I, was I didn't know what bored. was going on. And at the end, there's like a revolution. Hey, you know, it's okay to love. Come see what you've been missing. They found this, you know, flyer that they're going to have to work through. And it's apocalypse. That's yeah, yeah, the, the apocalypse. So what you have next to <laughs> you have the Marvelous X-Men number one coming up, Next Gen number one, The Amazing Nightcrawler number one, Extremist number one, Prisoner X number one, and Apocalypse and the X-Tracks no, that's number just, one. That's just the tip of the iceberg, trust me. Yeah, well, it's not for me. I'm done. <laughs> uh, you'll never. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I, I'm we're not going to be talking I'm about any of these. Inter- interested in Prisoner X and Apocalypse the X Tracks. Yeah. Those are the only two that this issue got me somewhat interested for it. Not yeah. excited. Interested. Yeah. That's yeah. it. I'm not even but, interested. I, mean, uh, I X Prisoner a little. 
just because I thought Bishop was the only interesting character here because he yeah. seemed to know something was going on. He seemed to think that something was wrong, uh, you know, and that's what you would think. Glob kind of has an idea of something might be wrong, and that that's okay. Or is um, I, I just I just yeah. want to see I just want to see Apocalypse as like a, a free loving hippie. Oh, I see him. <laughs> it it back, looks like he's in the Grateful Dead, and you know what yeah, I hate exactly. worse than this book? The Grateful Dead. <laughs> <laughs> really? But yeah, there it does look funny. He does look like a, that one. What's that one hippie character that they they came up with? That Stanley, uh, I Leary, think, Timothy Leary. Yeah, no, or no, it? that's oh. the actual really real guy who passed out acid all the time. No, I can't exactly. remember. It was like Dude Love. It was almost like the wrestler. Dude <laughs> Love. Oh my! But yeah, I I I don't even. I'm surprised that we even agreed to talk about this on because I don't know how to talk about this book. Yeah, it's just a setup. It, it's a couple vin. It's it. like four vignettes or no. Yeah. Well, my biggest problem is that when you get to a point that actually seems interesting, then they tell you that you have to go off to another book. That's the biggest problem I had with that. And I mean, it, it could have worked out well. I mean, in theory, the idea kind of works to to get you interested. But the problem is the world that they're in is so uninteresting. Now. But that's that's the problem that is the problem. Yeah. Maybe, well, I'm telling I don't you, know if I'm talking circles yeah, there. But seeing Glob's it, eyeball, it doesn't get me excited. I, <laughs> I'm telling you, the Bishop stuff does, but some of these others, and I just, in my mind, I was, I'd be so angry if, if it was just like me. If you're just going in like, boy, I really like that uncanny X-Men. That is why, and I'm saying the annual. Uh, I didn't have a good time with the 10 issues of the weekly series. So reading that annual, it did reinvigorate me for this uncanny yeah. that I'm, okay, now they got rid of this nonsense. Now we're getting to the real story. Then I read this. I think I'm less excited now much, than I was after the X, X, uh, Uncanny X-Men 10. They, they pretty much Black Panthered you. Yeah. yeah I don't know. <laughs> you know that sounds sexy. And then it went to a different <laughs> yeah, world yeah, and you don't I, know what rules, you don't know anything that's going on. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's yeah. one of those two that because uh, you are here with Uncanny X-Men, right? So th- this is where I'm trying to even figure out, it's almost to me, they have almost wrapped it into a way that Brian Michael Bendis has done with the super books. There's Brandon. He hates Brian Michael Bendis. He ain't going to be reading those Superman books now <laughs> where all of a sudden I, I'm reading the this uncanny. I'm trying to get into it. You have this going on. They've returned. They're doing this. And now you throw this at me where I feel like I am hijacked or at least, you know, held captive. And now I have to buy six more books that I didn't think I would have to buy. And I'm sure that I could get away with not but doing Jim, it, but I'm sure it's going to tie into the uncanny but, deal. So there's even those yeah. two. Why? But Jim, that then that, that did exactly what it wanted you to do. You feel like the X Men. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. No. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> really. No. What it made me do is hate it and say I'm done. <laughs> and so I don't think we're going to be carrying on uh, with these as we go. Uh, I gave it a fu five on the site, and I will keep with that here. Uh, but I also tell you, if I didn't, I do like the art. I actually like the art in this, like, uh, like I said, a 1950s idealistic land there with everything going on. I yeah, just, but with that, that art was so non, it didn't was, convey motion at all that it did confuse you. Me, me and well, that it did at the first that, yeah. that you couldn't tell that everybody wasn't moving in the beginning anyway. Yeah. So, uh, also, like you have this world, and and again we said like you would 
think that Nate is making this world, if you're going to make this world and you're going to make it this, you know, idealistic society and things like that, you already see that Nightcrawler seems to hate his job. He doesn't even seem to like, so why yeah, aren't nobody you, likes nobody's their sexiest self here. Uh, they, yeah. they aren't doing things. Is he testing them? And Storm even the, seems like the only one who's happy. And she's just crocheting. And, you know, you have Bishop who seems to think like something. So it, when it seems like when they have downtime and they get upset, they start seeing the cracks in, in what's going on. Um, but also with that, and also I, I would think that one of the roundabout things is, is that X-Men with this nobody can have sex isn't just about people not having sex. I do believe he's trying to perfect you know, maybe another Professor X like Brandon said or something like that. So I think that that girl is the culmination of what he's trying to get from that. And that's why yeah, you can't possible. have, you can't have these, you know, other mutants randomly being thrown out there in this. Uh, but it just, I don't understand like why he would allow them to remember the original X-Men. You, ha- you have that statue yeah. there. Why is Xavier part of it? Like, I want to know about that, but I don't think we'll even – it doesn't get into the – you know, the not the politics, the, you know, structure of this world. I would have liked that more to see why he's done yeah. this, what me, he's doing. And too. then and then when you go off to, I mean, can I think that we're going to find that out in the amazing Nightcrawler number one? No, I, I don't. Maybe <laughs> the marvelous X-Men, because that seems to be just the... got a, a new world that you really didn't get to learn much about. And then just a, a regular X-Men yeah. story This would over be the, the Matrix without yeah. ever knowing that there was a real world. You would just have the Matrix where people yeah. are just going around doing their yeah, thing. Yeah. And, yeah. And plus, where, where did this one deer-horned girl come from? I don't know. I actually, <laughs> She actually intrigued me a little. Nature she Girl? Nature Girl. Yeah, she nature stinks. Girl. She, was in, uh, Gen X she smells that. like a barn, they said. Okay, I didn't yeah. mind her. Well, she's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mind her. I thought she was kind of neat, like a she neat concept like someone that art. washes her clothes in the shower. Yeah, yeah she uh, probably I mean, would be. All, any of the yeah, I should right now. all have terrible powers. That's yeah. why, you yeah. know, I don't like any of them to begin with. And yeah. then it's like a story centered around them. I don't care. Yeah. So uh, I gave this whole thing a 3.5 because yeah. I am so uninterested in it. I, I could give like, you know, two flying <laughs> yeah. whatever. But uh, yeah. I mean, it's just the I didn't even like the art like Jim did. Yeah, I, I, I like nothing about the art. I didn't even notice it really changed tone. I just thought everyone was frozen in the beginning, too. Yeah, I did. Uh, there was just nothing I can rest my head on. Not even any like interesting X-Men characters. Which is like the strength of that line. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's, uh, I said that. I'm the worst for you Because they keep telling the same this. stories for 30 yeah, years since yeah. I was born. I'm I mean, the worst for you, and people <laughs> above me on the roundup are like, oh, man, this this proves that you don't need anything new. Again, does it? What did you give it, uh, Aaron? <laughs> I'm going to go 5.5. 5. Okay. I don't really appreciate the art at all. Um I got interested in two of the stories that this whole book was of the six that it's promoting. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a yeah, pretty that's big fail not, right yeah, there. Yeah, that's a fail. But, uh, I mean, I, I'm going, I'm going 5.5 just because I kind of like the, the cliffhanger. Yeah. The cliffhanger is kind of what hooked me at all. And, and it's just the fact of seeing apocalypse thrown on its head. I'm not even really interested in this whole world right now because there's literally des- it's designed to have nothing interesting about it. Yeah. X-Man yeah. himself designed but that's it. That's the, the weirdest thing about so, it is is that's one of my biggest complaints is that that's what you would think, but yet 
Nightcrawler, the, the Nightcrawler as the, the uh, actor is what throws me off anyway, because that is not a, hey, we're going to give young. you a generic type deal. Like, why go to that? Why do yeah. that? It just, it seems <laughs> weird. It's kind of, a, it, I mean, Nightcrawler has to spend so much time hidden, yeah. basically, from the hum- human society that this is an yeah, unleashing but, but, of yeah, his inhibitions. But he's already, he's already and, sick of it. Well, I can see that it. what an actor. I can see if, if like, and it does look like what he's filming is like propaganda sort of things, like a mutant type. Thing. But I would have liked it if it was more of that actually to see that it was part of a grander scheme or a bigger part of a plan. Yeah, but some of these they like, should have give you some more insight. Yeah, but yeah. I, I think they're trying to the underplay X Men's role in this. Oh yeah, which he's is trying to sit aside. That's yeah. his whole role was out front this whole time. I mean. The regular X-Men don't know he is the the uh, cog making everything move. No, no, and in fact, they, do, they don't even seem to remember so anything. To, to this is coy, yeah. coy about that part in the first issue that's supposed to really get you jazzed for this. No. I mean, I would have liked it better if it just had Nate Gray... Um, like d- designing the world and and, yeah, and doing some celebration about designing the world before this even opened. You yeah. know, just I would have liked I that mean, as it, this issue. It, it might have been a little talky right at the beginning, but we kind of need that to get no. into this. Yeah, yeah. whole new world. A yep. whole new world. Uh, it is a whole new world. <laughs> ah, under the sea. Next, we're going to move on to the next book. And things aren't gonna go. Well, they'll get a little better, at least in my well, mind. That tiny bit. We're gonna we're gonna improve with each book as we go. Uh, this is the Amazing Spider-Man uh, number fourteen. Brandon, do you have that up? You want me to do yeah, the no, credits? I, okay, I, you I had X Men off the screen a long yeah, time ago. Okay. All right. Well, uh, here we go. <laughs> uh, Nick Spencer is writing Chris Bocciolo on art and colors. I, they, Wayne Foucher, John Livesay, and Tim Townsend as inkers, and VCs Joe Kamanga on letters. When Spider-Man destroyed the museum-slash-torture chamber that Frederick Foswell Jr. built with Arcade's help, he also put Torture Chamber cast member Matt Gargan out of a job. Gargan then fell into the clutches of Taskmaster and Black Ant, who locked him up somewhere with Stegron, Tarantula, King Cobra, and Vulture. Maybe Peter Parker will have more time for his loved ones, or really earning his Ph.D. with mercenaries doing Spidey's work for him, as long as they don't put innocent people in danger and aren't working toward a horrifying end. Yep, and there's two big things on this page that that struck me as very odd. Uh, Aaron, you uh, messaged me about one. I messaged <laughs> Brandon about it earlier in the day. Yeah, we have a editor's note. This issue takes place after Miles Morales Spider-Man number three, which is not out yet. And yeah. that's always odd. Now, I do think that after reading it, then I think it's just so that, you know, oh, why is Rhino hanging out in yeah, this book and not that? It really doesn't have much to do. But it's Rhino. Who yeah, Rhino. I know what he's the, been the doing. Other, that's the, my problem. The other that. thing, though, that strikes me as odd, I, I, I've done some podcast and reviews with a books that have four anchors. Sometimes it's very rare. Never four anchors with one artist. I've never seen where you have four anchors and one penciler. That is yeah. so odd to me of it what, is. what the heck was going on? What, why is, is, I just don't know why. And you do have Chris Bocciolo or Bocello, uh, doing pencils and colors. And really to me, one of the biggest problems, me and Brandon were talking about it is at points, the colors are very drab. And I, I think that it works okay with his art, but this book, 
is very busy with the art, and it it really doesn't pop off the page to me. Uh, at certain pages I like, certain pages I don't. Overall, though, uh, being you know used to Ryan Otley on this, I thought I thought it was a step down. Yeah. Uh, it's almost like Marvel was having color printer problems at, at the press this week because two, two yeah. the first two books I read had like no color in. Yeah, or yeah. No at sharp least at least in, in a an imaginary made up world, the that might have been an artistic choice in the the. The X-Man book because you'd have the well it's it's you know a white bread deal and it's not gonna yeah. pop but this it's just kind of I, I don't know it's it, it, it's boring. not bad art technically speaking but compared to the what's come before it the two other artists yeah, um, Ryan Ali it and my, Roberto yeah. Ramos it's 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 not it's near not great even close to being no Well, I'll tell you, too. It's just off. Some of the characters (laughs) I like the way they look, the way he draws them. Peter Parker is not one of them. Peter is not at all. But I do like some. Like, I'm telling you, Arcade, I I do like. I think that he looks pretty cool. He's only in it for a little. I even like Craven in the kind of stylistic way. All the way through. Yeah, yeah. I think that that was the best part. Well, he comments. It kind of looks like Humberto Reyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mind. He comments on his sexy chest there. He doesn't really have chest hair. No, I know. That was that, too. But yeah, whoever, you know, that Peter. Is crazy, but really, this issue, this issue ends up being pretty much the complaint that we keep having with this book. Now, it is the start of an arc called Family Matters. It's part one. Uh, with this, I don't know when things are ending or beginning in this book because we keep jumping around. I mean, Craven, for, for Craven's sake, we've, we've had show up how many times? And, and especially uh, since the last big reveal. Soon, I can tell you from yeah. the solicit. Yeah, that's but, coming uh, <laughs> soon, but still, it's like, because things are jumping around so much and taking time to get back to things and go to things, I think that that's why you end up having to have Craven in for a page because this people forget. This is issue forget. 14 and we're talking about stuff that happened in issue one. Yeah, yeah. literally. And and I liked, yeah, I like to have a book where when you sit there, like somebody says to me, hey, how's Amazing Spider-Man? Like, what are the stories about? I really have to sit and think. And like, well, we we didn't finish that. We had the double Spider-Man. That seemed to be that. Like, it's about adjusting the continuity to where Nick Spencer wants it. Yeah, he's he's working on Lizard Man. He wants to. He wants to have him somewhere in some spot. He's working on. Aunt May now he's putting yeah. her where she he wants. Well, her. and that's the funny and thing because then over at Friendly you're doing that you know the big deal Friendly Neighborhood Spider Man with Tom Taylor you're doing the big deal that Aunt May has cancer possibly and I, I'll give them credit here that it does say that it kind of says hey check that out over and I will give them credit in the Spidey books even with the Rhino okay we have it it's kind of ridiculous <laughs> to point out something that's going to happen later um, but. They have a better continuity here than what we have sometimes in, say, a DC, like a Batman between Detective Comics and yeah. Batman. Oh, so for got, sure, because, yeah, I mean, so, it's got Kingpin. He's the mayor. Yeah, yeah. so Dar- I don't mind that. Daredevil, I actually I like some of this stuff. But this issue, to me, you, you don't really do anything. It's almost mm-hmm. like this is a reminder of everything that he hasn't gotten back to. You know, you start out, he's there yeah. uh, at dinner. And it's the reminder that Professor Connors, you know, he is wanting Peter to join. And I actually forgot all about that, about yeah, that whole deal. And in fact, that, that, the last time that was brought up was all the double stuff. Yeah, I actually thought that Pete had the accepted his arc. idea. He just hadn't been there. So but and then you get a little deal with. 
Okay, you get some recap. There's some weird recap in this. Like, uh, I like that we find out how, you know, uh, Professor Connor's family ended up in trouble. He had to inject yeah, them and they clone became conspiracy. Yeah, the clone conspiracy stuff. I didn't yeah. read that. So that I like that, you know, but if you've read that, yeah, Brandon, I didn't read that either. And so. Brandon's probably there. and like, why am I doing this? Yeah, then, I was mad about that. Yeah, so then, like, you know, and, <laughs> and it's this, a, uh, the Aunt May recap yes, later. I'm like, that's, that's the annoying. one. I mean, yeah. really, the, the, that even the, to the point where, he has to mention that his parents died and, and Uncle Ben and her raised him. I'm like, really? Yeah, if you have to recap yeah. that, holy moly. But I, I do like – I did like the awkward uh, dinner though, just the fact that I could just imagine being at that dinner at the Connors' house and all of a sudden everybody's screaming and yelling, I hate you, Dad. And, and going lizard on, voices like, slaying uh, her uh, yeah. with the slithering S's. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So they go and then <laughs> – then you go and there's the recap with Aunt May while she's having dinner. You know, she finds out that she has no money. And, of course, a lot of it's because all the money was invested in Peter. Peter. Yeah. So you have that. And then out of nowhere, you have her accountant that was uh, uh, Jay's accountant. He starts getting the, the you know, love eyes. She gets yeah. mad, throws wine at him, storms off, sees a, a homeless Bum. guy. <laughs> they're, they're trying to start up bum fights in an alley. Uh, you know, and he, she's like, oh man, you gotta stop that. Get granny, get out of town. She, the craziest scene I've ever seen where I she know. uses this <laughs> USB. Oh my god, can you imagine if this was something that the, you know, Parker Industries made full and we had it in our deal? People would just be going around at work. Oh yeah. Giant oh, yeah. It spiders. Would be a YouTube scare thing. Oh, it'd be the craziest thing. My boss tries thing. to scare me every day. Yeah. Every day he tries to scare me at least once. Can you this imagine if he could turn into that? You'd, you'd poop your pants. You'd be poop taken. That's kid. why he only gave it to Aunt May. He didn't yeah. make him mass production. Yeah, really. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that this got you know nixed on the production line, and so she sees this homeless guy. Now she thinks she's Tom, or not Tom Brady. She thinks she's Tony Romo, who who picks up homeless guys and takes them to movies. You ever hear that? He took a <laughs> no. he took a homeless guy to go see the movie Role Models. He was mm. he was going in and saw the guy and said, Hey, you want to you want to enjoy a movie? And they went in. So this guy Role goes. Mo- and, and yeah, yeah, role model since it was a while ago. Uh, but yeah, with that, all this is is a setup to get Aunt May in the exact position where she could end up looking like she gets killed at the end. That's yeah. all this well, was. Well, she won't yeah. die because she's already dying of cancer. So yeah, there no, <laughs> and, and that's the thing I put in in my review, that if you do believe at the end that she's dead, I'll sell you some swampland in Florida because, yeah. you know, you know something else happened. Maybe this we homeless... We beachfront well, property again, in Buffalo. Here's the weather, deal. I promise. We, we already set up. This homeless guy is like, yo, I used to have this other life, but then I had to get away from people. There's no doubt in my mind the guy's a mutant, he's an ex-whatever, yeah, that he's going to end up protecting her with whatever power or whatever thing he can do exactly Uh, yeah it's definitely going to be that uh but that and that's kind of forced in the forced thing though is to get her into that position because rhino comes running through taskmaster and black ant come hey where where are they pete shows up hey everybody stop then they start fighting you get a team up which it's okay i mean but we've seen this with miles so it's not that great yeah that's what i'm saying and at the end you have Black Ant shoot a big gun at Rhino, who ducks, and it looks like right where Aunt May was to get killed. That's where it ends. But really, wh- what did we get? What story are we getting? It seems like, oh, God, I have 17 loose threads I better remind people of. And and it's bad enough that you think you have loose ends because, you know, you, you're right. But to think that people don't remember them, now we got a big problem. And I, I have a big problem with this book in the fact that, 
I just can't get that excited with it because I never know where we're going the next issue. I never have the idea like, eh, we have this cliffhanger. I would not be surprised next issue if Craven shows it's up and we like just Avengers. do that. Yeah, like Avengers. And this is where I'm having problems where I want to get invested in books, but I need some stories to have some payoff. I need it to have the payoff. Starts, yeah, it, it keeps doing that, and that's not fun. It's... You got like five. You got like five stories going on, and, and, and yeah. each one you get a little bit here. Here, a little bit yep. there and, and then just they add one before yep. anything else gets taken off yeah the it's board. like you add another card so, to your hand before you go and just, yeah reading a trade paperback may not be as bad yeah, but I, we're, I don't we're know. doing this weekly i mean yeah. I, 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 I mean some of this stuff will be in the third you know trade here yeah, and uh exactly. at the end of the third trade and it's getting back to stuff from issue one so i don't know if you read them all together then maybe, but it's just, I, I don't know. This is why I realized that when I was talking about Amazing Spider-Man, the, the arc with J. Jonah Jameson, I actually like that arc. You know why? Because it started and ended. It, it ended, yep. we, we got there. It came out of nowhere, it seemed. And, you know, Brandon, you were mad because you're like, oh, man, we, we've had enough of this J. Jonah. But then you had a couple issues, and then it was done. And then we moved yeah, on. Yeah. It was a complete little story there. And, you know, even with the end where he goes to the Kingpin, to the Century Club, and like, hey, you know, go go suck eggs, buddy. Well, I, think, I think that's the and, way Nick Spencer's going to just roll with it right now until it goes into the major spider event that's going to be yeah, coming we'll up. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. He's just, gonna, he's just giving little snippets. Yeah, of, his big thing like, seems to be this Craven story. He gave Jonah Jameson. Yeah. He gave Aunt May. Is giving a, he's uh, did a little bit on Kingpin. I mean, he, he's just giving you, like, ideas of where these people are in their yeah. timeline in life right now. Yeah, basically. but you have to get on. You got to get on with it. Yeah, you got to get on with it. You got to get on with it. Spinning wheels. Yeah, I really, I really it, it's very disappointing because and usually uh, like a Ryan Otley art, especially uh, really can pull me through a bit to the point where at the end I'm like, well, you know what? It, it was good to look at or it seems it, it may makes it more fun with that art. With yeah. this art, it kind of Made it not so fun. Uh, yeah, I don't mind I the art. At points, at. it did look like like Mad Magazine type art. And I, I'm yeah. telling you, I didn't mind it as much. Yeah. It took me a bit to get used to. If, if this but... art was th- this way all the way through, it wouldn't be a problem. Yeah, Except well, it, it's uh, yeah. just too much of a change of what we've been getting. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm telling you, one of the things that will go with the deal is the art style. The pencils actually remind me a little bit of the X-Force, uh, you know, of yeah, uh, Dylan Burnett. But when we get to that next when we go, the colors in X-Force are what really makes it. Like, he also did the uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider. Yeah. And it, it was the colors as well. But we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. I gave this on the site a six. I don't know what I was thinking. I, I think I might go <laughs> down to a five, five. Uh, I'll stay with the six because, yeah, like I said, I, by I, the I'm end, you, yeah, actually. by the end, I I didn't mind the art. It just it threw me off a little, but it's just this nature of just spinning wheels that's kind of getting me. Uh, so you're a six as well, Aaron. Yeah, I'm a six as well. But I also want to bring up one thing. Uh, there was a tweet that was put out by Marvel earlier on this week that said uh, Taskmaster is the most deadly assassin in mm-hmm. the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. 
I take issue with that and just had to bring that up because how could Taskmaster be the vote? The way they play him I know. nowadays. He's, he's, a he's, he's, he's a goof. He's a joke. He's yeah, a goof. He's a goof. Yeah. So, I mean, it, they continue that here. I mean, yeah. he could be a very deadly assassin. I've seen it where he's creepy as heck. Yeah. But here it, he's just continued goof. And if they would have had him more of a in line with a regular assassin, this actually might have been a little bit more interesting of, of a, a story, I think. But. Yeah, I agree. What about you, Brandon? I know that Mr. Negative over here, I yeah. can't wait. I think that I'm going to guess Brandon is at a 4.5, but what are you going to give it, Brandon? No, I'm going to go 5.5. Five. Oh, I, mean, I, I, yeah, oh I, I like the Craven stuff finally coming to roost a little yeah. bit, but uh, I mean, I didn't enjoy the art. And there's a whole bunch of recap in here. You know, if you've been reading Spider-Man, you already know it. Um, so yeah, I'm Fancy. coming in just under you, but it, I mean, it's not as bad as X-Men Alpha. It was a step above that. So yeah. I, I'll give it a little higher of a score. Okay. Okay. Well, we're going to, yeah, a little, what did you give? You gave three, Alpha. three, five. three. <laughs> look, it's two points. All right. I well, didn't like the art in age X-Men either. I mean, I can stand Bachelor when he's colored, right? But that was not good. Okay. Well, we're mm-hmm. going to move on to the last book of the night. And that is X-Force number two. And if you remember, we were big fans of X-Force number one. So we'll yeah. see if this goes. And it is part two of four of this story, Sins of the Past. It's written by Ed Brisson or Brisson. I, I never know how to say it. How do you guys One say it? One of those two. No, it's, I, yeah, it's probably Brisson. Brisson is what I always think it he's is. He's Canadian, and so then, he probably is. But I hear Brisson. everybody say Brisson, so I try to change yeah, it, it up. It should be Brisson A. Brisson is what I like. <laughs> a. Art by Dylan Burnett, A. Colors by Jesus <laughs> Urbertov and letters by VCs Corey. I'll go petite just to be a jerk. Uh, yeah, it says the country of Tan- Transia was supposed to be a safe haven for mutant refugees. In truth, their military has been secretly killing these mutants with future weaponry under the leadership of Commandant Constantine. This caught the attention of Cable and his partner Deathlock, who are also being hunted by eventual X-Force for the death of their mentor. But after a disastrous first mission, Constantine and his military have declared martial law and extermination of all mutants. And yeah, uh, we love that first issue. This yeah, issue is a little bit down. It, it's still fun. I still like it. But yeah, I still like it what too. this one is, where the first one seemed to be like out of the gate swinging, let's yeah. have some fun. You know, Brisson has to pull it back a little to explain mm, some things a little up. more. Yeah, you have to get some setup to go on. Now, one of the things that throws me off that I think that it, it makes sense in the book, but it throws me off now is that I, I hope that every time, you know, Kid Cable shows up, Young Cable shows up, we don't have to keep dealing with the idea of is he good, is he bad, is he really Cable, whatever. Yeah. Because I yeah, mean, I thought they already squashed yes, that in, too. In that our did deal, bring this book, this yes, issue down. it did. That's what brought it down for me because we know that he is cable uh, you know a younger yeah. version we've heard his spiel many a time in this book and the other books you know in extermination all those of the that older version wasn't doing his job this is how it works this is what we do and yeah in this you get the continuation of like you ain't no cable cable wouldn't do that well i'm the cable and then at one point they even kind of spell out like yeah that cable's doing some mistakes that you know he'll learn later i'm like i I just you have to get past that we as as readers we're pretty much have accepted this cable already in my mind and so even liked him yeah i like him i really like him i think that aaron told me He's starting to like him even more now, and uh, I do like him. I think he's a good character. He's a cool deal. It kind of, you know, 
It makes them fresh here and kind of new and stuff like that. I don't know how they're going to deal with them in the long run, how they're going to, you know, how it all work out. But in this, I like it. But yeah, you, you go into this and you have this train or not a train. It's, it's a bunch of these cargo uh, trucks going and taking these mutants to pretty much, you know, to Siberia. To death it almost camp, yes, yeah, you know, it is. It's like a death camp deal. And the X-Force comes and stops them. It comes and, you know, just starts ripping things apart, you know, punching. And you, you do get this whole deal with Domino and Young Cable, too, about, like, man, this is all your fault. We had problems. And he's like, no, no, no. And and you, you, it's done in an okay way to kind of catch you up about what this whole thing is about. And it's basically yeah. Cable trying to go and figure out why do you have future weapons in this transient. In the meantime, the X-Force was there to stop them, but also now this whole mutant deal and yeah we have the uh the general the commandant there and we find out why he yeah, hates the mutants that set him up to kill the president yeah and all yeah that. all that stuff well we and we get a couple big things we get ahab there he he's doing mutant uh you know things and, he's doing experiments and i figured he was get, giving them the guns that's what i figured right? i mean yeah, that's, I figured what I figured. that's what it was happening yeah but yeah he's actually but a he's prisoner not. yes he's a prisoner <laughs> i actually right when i saw him I was like, okay, I guess that's the gun deal. He's mad now that he's stuck in this time, so he's doing this. But the reason why he even got went to Transia originally was because he, quote, sensed that they had time-traveling capabilities. Well, the time-traveling capabilities are kind of a little messed up as we go to see how they're getting the thing. So he was yeah, plus right. Plus, he's got, like, the this dirty general as his son like hooked up to this well, machine. he looks thing. like glob the, the son it, it <laughs> ends up kind of being the cliche of i hate humans because my son is a dirty yeah. you know or yeah, mutants, it's like I mean. oliver trask from the yeah, movie that's what it is it, it's like you catch uh, it like measles too he's not very educated yes well and it, that's again he's from eastern europe in europe i'm not gonna i'm not throwing <laughs> shade or anything but they still think that you know uh metallica is a new band and they wear yankee blue jeans all the time from what <laughs> yeah, i've I been told got, they got really bill's super bowl shirts brand Dude, new over darn there. right yeah, yeah. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't really realize that Ahab was so much cyborg. As I didn't he either. Is. Like, he's he's he very odd. And and, and it's funny <laughs> too. Where that's one thing I like Dylan Burnett's art. When we talked about X Force number one, I think I even mentioned like it kind of has a Cosmic Ghost Rider feel. Yeah. It's because he did Cosmic Ghost Rider. I was yeah. an idiot. Yeah. I yeah. had an issue with his Ahab because again he does draw very thin stretched out characters that when i first saw him seeing ahab there should have been a wow moment should have been something like holy moly i didn't know who it was at first until they said his (laughs) name you know and they say it right away but it wasn't like i saw that panel and oh no it's ahab i thought why is that they're a transformer in this yeah, book, he would have had a peg leg there yeah. in the visual. Yeah, like, what, what, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or I would have thought, why does Optimus Prime have a peg leg? Because he yeah. is more machine than man there. Yeah, he, he does looks, look he looks he looks more like, like cyborg. The, yeah. the ape out of uh, You Dirty Apes. Yeah, yeah the, 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 the Apes. apes. <laughs> I, just, I actually just think that what the way that Dylan Burnett draws, he does draw like. Uh, the mechanical stuff, very sharp edge, so it looks like these yeah. arms wouldn't even function well. Like he, <laughs> if he had a scratch on his on his uh, face, I don't think yeah. that arm would go up like that. It would, nyeh, nyeh. And then all of a sudden they'll start playing Intergalactic by the Beastie Boys. But yeah, have all this where <laughs> you do see that he's experimenting 
on mutants. He keeps asking for more mutants to uh Constantine. And the thing is, I think that this is going to wrap around that I don't think Ahab is necessarily going to be the bad guy here. I think that he is going to be trying to find some mutants that can break him out. And I think that yeah. that will be our main people. That's my opinion because yeah, it's it's a little odd because this general, you know, you'd think he'd be trying to find a cure to wipe out the mutants, yeah. but he's really just trying to wipe out the mutants. So he's really just wanting his son killed. You think he'd want to be able well, to turn his son back? His the way he's son, his son, his son looks like he's made of uh, yogurt. I, I don't think anybody's saving <laughs> I don't that. Want to eat that. Imagine, <laughs> imagine that being cured. I mean, really. I mean, he may not even be a mutant when we all come down to it, only because. He's like, uh, and you do have that deal where he says, uh, I know he caught that mutant disease. He was, uh, you know, he was on the truck stops uh, sitting on the yeah. toilet seats. And hey, I'm like, it, it doesn't work like that. Yeah, well, why do you get it later? Uh, you know, it, it happens during puberty. It, it goes. So it matches up that way. But we'll I don't know what is what is this mutant ability besides disgusting me because he's <laughs> exactly. there he looks disgusting. Yeah. Uh, what's the worst Glob's mutant ability? Yeah, really, Glob well, is, please, is please to make me smile. Move around. I mean, Glob's ability is to mean. make me love. Is what yeah. is. <laughs> but yeah, but you, you go then and that you go to their little mutant refugee outpost, and the big thing that we're going to get from this is one of the guys that they ended up going to capture. He ended up being a mutant. He ended up saying when. And it was one of the guards that they were fighting to get these mutants free where he got, you know, they ended up shackling him up. And he's like, no, 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 don't do this. I'm one of you. He burned off the shackles and things. So this guy, it's like one of those where they're trying to figure out, is he, you know, a mutant hating mutant? You know, something like yeah. that. Why were you doing this? You're even worse than these guards. Or triple yeah, agent? and he still might be. I, I don't trust this guy. <laughs> this guy's basically saying, like, yeah, I know no. everything about how they're doing this. shady in the car later, it's yeah, that's what I'm saying. You don't trust this guy. Uh, but he knows some inside information. He knows how to get to, you know, this factory, all these things like there. So that's where they decide that they're going to end up doing like a little, you know, reconnaissance kind of go in there undercover and, and blow the lid off of this place. Um, but yeah, you have them going in. And it's okay. I, I like this. I thought it was cool. You do see him there uh, kind of being a little shady by the, the yeah, deal there. But he yeah. certainly is. And Deathlock's with him. And Deathlock is using a disguise uh, so that he doesn't look like Deathlock, obviously. And one of my biggest problems I had in this issue is we didn't get enough Deathlock. I was having so much fun with him. And well, here, he's fixed now, Yeah, though, now too. he's fixed. And you <laughs> see it from the very beginning where he's yeah. just going to town with a Gatling gun. And yeah. – uh it kind of upset me a little. I actually wanted more <laughs> Deathlock. We got. I, I like the stuff with Ahab. I'm interested in that. Uh, but other than that, this was just setting up to get to the yeah. next issue. A lot of really. Shatterstar moments where he yeah. questions Cable that yeah, just goes I, on a little too long, and then uh, yeah, we we get shorted our Deathlock because of it. Although yeah, and that's where we said about it earlier with Shatterstar is like. You you and Cable. Cable wouldn't do that. He wouldn't act like that. He wouldn't act like that. And he's just saying, ah, whatever, whatever you, you want to well, think, but it's me. Strategically, there, there are a lot of flaws in their plan here because, I mean, they bust all these people out, but yet they don't have anywhere, oh, they have nowhere good, to go. Good, anywhere to put them, really. No, they have nowhere. And, I mean, and then Cable doesn't – like when he time slides, he time slides back to his uh, – What's his uh, hiding place? He, he's got a, a special place that he's he able to jump to. headquarters, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that headquarters. Yeah. 
well, why doesn't he bring all those people to that headquarters yeah, and just stash them there because for right now? Because they can't see that Cyclops, Cyclops is there. Cyclops, yeah. They don't want it. But, and one of the things, though, I did like, and I, I didn't even get, I actually didn't go to the final page. I did like the idea that they go to break into this facility and then where the others are, they're still back at this, like, shed thing that they're hiding in. It gets attacked by giant mecha robots, and I always yeah. like that at the end. But like you said, their, their plan... I can only say that, you know, Cable and Deathlock's plan, he spells out like, I had a good plan. You, you guys kind of screwed it up. Then yeah. you have the X-Force whose plan really to go there was only to get Cable. So when they get there, everything now is on the seat of their pants. One thing, though, that does get me, and you just brought it up, and it's brought up by Domino in the book, that they say... You can't be cable. Cable isn't this dumb. Like cable, yeah. cable sets <laughs> and things up. And that, that's, that's a problem though itself, though, because I mean, cable isn't that dumb. I mean, he he is young, so you could probably yeah. blame it on that. But then there's Domino. She's a tactician. She should know better. Yeah. There is. I uh, think you're supposed to go by that they're on the seat of their pants, trying to figure out things on the fly. But these are people who should be able to do that. And I think that one of the things that might have been better. And maybe I, I could it be possible that by the end of this, uh, eventually down the line, that we find out it isn't really cable because that would be the only real interesting thing in this yeah. exact issue. No, I think they're just they're kind of playing. Yeah, with they're that, playing with it, but the that's cable. the problem. Is the, the if we didn't know if Kid Cable just showed up, boy, like even this issue would be like, man, you know, we'd be debating right now: is it him because he's doing I mean, things that aren't really Cable esque? But yet we know that it's him. It, yeah, I could, it could like be that Striker. Yeah, yeah, it's just it, it would change. All of these young, other books, though. You know what I mean? It, it would change everything in the Uncanny mm-hmm. book then and all that. It'd be very I, odd. I don't know if it would change much if it, it turned no, out to I be think Striker Scott if would he's be got upset. a, a, a he different was, plan. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, yeah, that, that one issue is the only one that yeah, might, might and suffer. And that seems to be bit. going forward, though, is one of the reasons he's back is because his son brought him back. And Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'd have to see. Maybe, maybe they're playing with it. But it would be a little more interesting if we didn't know that it was, uh, you know, pretty much we think 100% him because that would make it a little more interesting where you have this, you know, guy who we think is not on the up and up going in, this guard. And then in the meantime, you also have what may not be. But I do think it's him. Well, Stryker is still the son of uh, Scott Summers, though, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, I, I don't know. Because they, they are genetically brothers. Yeah, I, I just think that it would throw that, you know, the meaningful part of that annual yeah, out and, and why he comes back. But we'll see. We'll see. I, I just, or would that it was just, just make me. him more diabolical? Maybe. I, I just think that <laughs> it would have made this. And I still like this enough. It's just that it is. And there's it's very busy for not really having a lot going on uh by yeah. the end but I did like the colors with the art. I like I said yeah. before the colors really do pop on this. And then also the other thing is that we just kind of went by was the idea that we do see the big bad coming uh through this, you know, time portal that it wasn't Ahab that was supplying the Well, that's not even the, the big bad. That's just yeah, some that's his subordinate yeah. of the big bad who the the general says is a mutant also. Yeah. So that kind of and, he, yeah. and, and we'll I've have never to see seen and this, that's, no. this, this right hand man of the big, big and bad maybe the reveal up. will be if he takes off his mask he looks like he's got a Kylo Ren type mask on that he can <laughs> he take off that, and, yeah. Yeah, and then maybe we'll see that maybe they're playing with that as well but yeah you, you start that's where you see that 
that Ahab isn't the guy he is indeed, you know, being captured to do the stuff. So I would think that he wants to get out. That's why he wants more mutants to try to figure out a way to get out of there. But yeah, by the end, I, I give it a 7.5. Uh, I liked it. I didn't like it as much as the first issue, but it was still my favorite of the three that we did tonight by far. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to it continuing. I just wanted more of the fun. It, there wasn't as many fun moments as that first one. I thought that yeah. uh, he was going to mix that in a little more. This one kind of pulls that back, and hopefully it'll come back next issue, though. So we'll see. Uh, what would you give it, Brandon? I go eight. I liked. I really like Dylan Burnett's art. I think that helps me out a lot through it. And the the fact that the issue still kind of plays out like an action movie, it just moves to different yeah. action scenes, kind of keeps me moving through the pace of the book and helps me out. Uh, and it was definitely a bright spot after reading those two dogs of books we had to discuss earlier. So, yeah. I mean, it probably benefited my score a little bit, but I'm going to go eight. It's it's probably my favorite X yeah. series by and, far currently. And before before Aaron goes, one thing I no, the one no, thing no, that I'm going, no, no, one no, thing I'm that going, bothered me as well <laughs> is that when you go and like you have that scene with Domino you know, Domino's there, back to back, they're firing guns, you know, shooting mm-hmm. the guards, like, hey, you know, this isn't a great plan, you're supposed to be capable, da, da, da. then what does she do? Because he has this thing where this book really has people show, talk, and then just go to the shadows, like, really, she, I mean, she's <laughs> there, obviously, after that, they talk really quickly at this, you know, refugee yeah, outpost, gets a couple but lines everybody just kind here. of, like, steps to the forefront, says their yep. lines, and then pulls back, and it, it kind of had a weird pacing to it with the people, I, I thought. Well, it, and, and you you got a point, at, point there, because, I mean, they have the part where, uh, Oh, Cannonball, he sits there and reprimands Shatterstar for not trying to kill, or, yeah, no, yeah. it wasn't Shatterstar, it was, uh, Nightwolf or whatever. War, Warpath. Warpath. It was yes, Warpath. Thank you. He was, he was reprimanding Warpath for, to not kill anybody. But I mean, there's, a, here's a clearly a panel where Domino blows yeah, a guy's yeah, head yeah. off. But here. even so then, I mean, what did you get with, uh, Warpath after that? Or Cannonball, like that was their yeah. big scene. <laughs> Cannonball's, that was Cannonball's the only one that's trying to keep people from not from not killing. Yeah, yeah. Which is so you know weird. slightly odd. I mean, the, these people are being told by their government to gather these yeah, people. Yeah, up. yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it, it's horrible. It's a horrible, horrible thing in real life. Yeah, and I mean, for the whole crew just to be wiping everybody out it's a little weird but yeah. uh i i'm still enjoying this book quite a bit the the art is definitely a very uh, comic book art oh, yeah. that, yeah, that I makes like it. it really kinetic and energetic and leaves you wanting to flip the next page um it is a little more down a little less jokey this issue and i'm gonna have to go with brandon though and be an eight okay. because i still yeah, have very five. high hopes for this issue and all the other xbox have been really a garbage yeah they have been garbage yeah i just like i didn't even think about it but yeah really in the two issues like what is warpath done uh, all those three warpath fans are very upset at that i'm sure yeah uh, he's, he's definitely gonna have to start working at uh giving enough people to do because there's a lot going on yeah 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 and you're and, not and they doing are individual it, things much. It is kind of you know so action packed that you know I can understand. So at yeah. some point I do think we're going to have to have one of those issues, and it, maybe this one would have been better served for it since it was kind of a you know a setup issue of one of those where they sit and just yell at each other about what they are and things like that. But I still like it. But I'm yeah, the most I, I'm negative. Still, I'm still along for the ride for yeah. sure. Uh, 
Nemo, uh, I, I could probably do without, but I actually am interested in here because he's more of a prisoner. He's not the lead yeah, villain yeah. of the book, and I'm very interested to find out what the lead villain is going to yep. be. So. Yeah, so that is it, but that is obviously our book of the week, all of oh, us, yeah. right? there. For there's sure, no yeah. doubt with that, <laughs> yeah. and so that is the end of the podcast, and, you know, some other bigger issues came out. I'm just, these aren't what we're going to do necessarily this weekend, but it may happen just so people know they came out yet black panther versus deadpool number four which i'm going to read and review on the site we have captain america number six which i tried to read and stopped and i couldn't do it uh so i doubt we'll be <laughs> talking about a that. nine overall rating yeah i see uh dead man logan that's where i am going through this dead man logan number three uh where me and brandon really liked that first issue yeah. second issue was down a little and i do see that reviewers in general and it's kind of going down the They're step ladder. So we'll it. see. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Strange number 10, which is an oversight special issue. So I have to see what's going on there. If you're an Exiles fan, that ended this week. So I, I read number 11 and liked it, but not enough to necessarily say that I'm going to definitely read that. But we'll see. We'll see. And we have Journey in the Unknown Worlds number one, which we were going to talk about tonight. I started reading it. It's not bad. It's just one of these one shots, these yeah. kind of callback one shots, and and they're cool to read, and and actually in my What's mind, this cool one, to a have. Space one? Yeah, it is, and it's cool to have. It's Cullen Bunn, and uh, but I don't know about talking about it. There's Man Without Fear number five that ends, Miss Marvel number thirty seven, Punisher number seven, which I'm sure Aaron will read and enjoy, right, Aaron? You're yeah. you're reading Punisher. Uh, West Coast Avengers, I'm really excited for. Yeah, and Weapon H comes out this week. I hope that things weren't spoiled this week it's for you. Aaron but- Week. <laughs> well, I West just read that actually, and, and it, uh, all it does is refer back to oh, back Thor to that in that it. one. I was like, "Oh, are you, you see me? See, it all wraps up and makes <laughs> so, sense, doesn't it?" Yeah. X Force number two, we just read, but yeah, uh, West Coast Avengers number seven. I'm going to read that tonight when we're done, and. Uh, the Unstoppable Wasp, which I actually loved for a very personal way. I actually reviewed that on the site. And I think that it is one of those that some people read that and think it is ridiculous and unnecessary. <laughs> but I liked it. And in fact, I'll tell you, on the site, I gave it a 9.5. Uh, but yes, it's very personal. What, deal. What that well, I'll tell you, it's The Tied Unstoppable the Wasp, number four. And uh, I will tell uh, you, Aaron, it is about uh, uh, Nadia has a borderline personality and starts going. <laughs> uh, she has a problem with being manic in this. Yeah. And it actually is done in a very accurate way. And uh, nobody uh, – The one of the reasons why I really did like it is Jeremy Whitley is the guy who wrote it. Uh, did you hear anything coming up about this? Did you hear anything no. like it? No. Because this was just how he wrote it. And it's the character. It's not, it didn't seem to be for fanfare. It wasn't like, oh, look at me. I'm going to write this mental health issue. Yeah. Uh, so as I was reading it, I had no idea. And I started getting kind of nervous reading it because uh, people would know, uh, a lot of people would know that that's what Tanya has. She has borderline personality. So as I was reading this, Nadia started acting like my wife and it started <laughs> getting me very nervous oh, and no. sad. I, I, I saw what was coming and it yeah. did 
And then the people reacted, the other team members reacted in a way that I used to react by basically if somebody's manic and you tell them, hey, just get some sleep, that'll make it better. And then they get mad at you <laughs> and they don't want sleep. And they, so yeah. I, I really, really liked it. And I will tell you, as a little caveat, I reviewed it and then tweeted out the review. And Jeremy Whitley said that I choked him up while he was reading it. So there. See, my words have power, I tells you. I can make people cry with my reviews. Uh, but yes. That's why people get mad at your titles. That is true. Because I don't <laughs> follow conventions. But yeah, I, again, it, it's one of those personal issues that I really like. But so we spent too much time on that here. But uh, we will go off now. And like I said, we will be back this weekend for the weekend edition. Uh, and if you want to mail in for that as well, you can mail in at... Weird Science Marvel Comics at gmail.com and we'll read your mail and do all that stuff. So I will see you guys in a couple days.